I'm not impressed by your performance, and I look forward to, to fight you in the near future. Bush did 9-11. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another Tanner Wilkinson podcast. I am, of course, your host, Tanner Wilkinson. I'm joined by my co-host, Tim Gatman. Tim, say what up. What up? And and my other co-host, Max Stottle. Max, we missed you last night, but welcome back. Often imitated, never duplicated. Back to the OG introduction. How we doing? We good. We good. I mean, we got we you you missed last night's talk on on suit the, what happened in Oklahoma and what happened in South Bend, but that's in the past. We don't even we're not even looking at it. We have a whole week to look ahead. You know, what's done is done. The sun will come up. We're all good. We got college champ college uh, conference championships this weekend, and none bigger than Georgia Alabama. Winner, winner, you're in. Loser, unless you're Georgia, you're you're out. I don't think Bama gets in with two losses. What do you guys think? What do you think happens? And and does Bama sneak in if they do lose? All right, my prediction is uh, Bama does not sneak in. Bama loses, and Georgia wins by twenty plus. I was gonna say I could this might get I could see this getting ugly because the reason I I say this is because I feel like what we're about to witness on Saturday is like 10 years in the making for Georgia. Like they have waited for like this moment where Kirby Smart and them can just rain fury on Saban. And I feel like this could be the game where, you know, it gets out of hand early. I will counter that with, you said it. You said what wins Bama this game. Georgia is coached by Kirby Smart. Let's not forget that Kirby Smart is still the court coach of Georgia and Nick Saban is still the coach of Alabama. Obviously, Georgia's looked dominant this year. And Bama hasn't looked like Bama. I mean, last week they snuck away in the Iron Bowl. I mean, they only won because of the two-point conversion rules that are really weird now. But I still think it doesn't matter because Nick Saban's the coach of Alabama, and I'll bet I am going to bet Alabama money line. Oh my goodness! So, so if that's the case, then you think so? You think Bama does Georgia? What what would Georgia finish then, like in the playoff rankings, if Bama wins? They're gonna, ooh, they're gonna finish. Ooh. They're gonna finish two and three, and they're gonna play again. In a rematch right away. Oh, mm-hmm. so. Is they are the one in this scenario. <laughs> or Cincy, Michigan, Michigan would be the one. Oh my, that'd be so crazy. They don't care about Cincy. I'm sorry. Like, oh, they're going to say a one-loss Georgia and a one-loss Bama are better both than... If Cincy doesn't, like, look really good this weekend. Um, Houston's not a bad team either. Houston's won, like, 10 straight. Like, they might they might move Bama Houston to number one. Deep. They might move Bama to number one if, if they beat Georgia. You know what? I actually don't disagree with that. That is such a... That might be what happens. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what happened. Yeah. I, don't, I can't believe I didn't think of that. The committee loves Bama anyway. Yeah, so then in that scenario, we'd get... Bama probably beating the brakes off of Cincy in the first round. <laughs> yep. Saban goes back to another college football championship. Oh, my God. And then we get Kirby Smart versus Jim Harbaugh. Two, who coach? Oh. Who's going to win? Which coach is going to win? <laughs> who's going to lose? More. Who's going to lose the game? That's what it is. It's like, all right, who's the loser in this? Also, we, we could just see or, Georgia. <laughs> or we, we, we transition into our next game. Iowa just beats Michigan. Just because just, well, Michigan wouldn't be to lose in the in the conference championship and not get in. 
man. No, it would be Michigan. Yeah, I know like, that's it, what I'm saying. It would be perfectly be, Michigan. They have a completely down game, down game, like the week after their biggest win in like year. They have a terrible <laughs> game and lose to Iowa. That's that universe is so funny. <laughs> that universe would be so happen. funny to live in. I, it would be so. It'd be hilarious. In the span uh, of a week, the Michigan fans would go from crying about how they love Harbaugh to wanting him fired right away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, they would burn down his house if they lose this weekend. They're gonna burn down his house. <laughs> Who do you guys so, have in that? I mean, I think it's got to be Michigan. Michigan. They look too good. They look... What's the spread? Michigan, but ten and a half. That's a lot of points in the Big Ten. What's the over under? Uh, the over under is under. It I'll is, take it. Uh, Forty three and a half. Under. 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 Thirteen to ten. Oh, smash so gross. smash so mouth big 10 smash mouth big 10 football jeff van gundy i think that's my bet for this game i'm gonna bet i'm gonna bet the under in this and just hope for like gritty gutty 15 punt game i don't hate that that would be true fashion right there but i will as to to, to make a prediction i will say i'm gonna take michigan to win what do you got? Do you guys who, who who wins this game? Just not even talking about betting wise. I got Michigan to win. Yeah, I think Michigan's gonna win. Unfortunately, it's it, it's gotta be right. <laughs> it's just terribly. It's but gotta. It, it be. would be really funny, and I'm rooting for Iowa. I really. It would Iowa be very does. funny. It would be but very. I'm gonna funny. pick Michigan. Um, kind of too hard. Who would have thought these two teams would be in this game? Game, the ACC championship, Wake Forest and Pitt. Like, <laughs> sure, I guess. Like, I don't think either – none of us had either of these teams in their preseason predictions. No. We all had Clemson. You guys had North Carolina, and I had Miami. Okay, let's <laughs> – the U is going to be back. We'll get to that later. No. <laughs> <laughs> but who, what do you think happens in this game? I mean, we got we, we to take Wake Forest because of Sam, Sam Hartman, right? We do, and I think we also just have to be prepared that we can watch both quarterbacks do a good old-fashioned Baker Mayfield versus Patrick Mahomes stat line against each other. It, it, it could be a pretty good game. It, like yeah. they, they're, I think that could be – Can I get an over-under on that, Stan? 72-and-a-half. Over. I love it. I love it. 40s yeah, for points both teams. I love that bet. Um, so, you guys, we got Wake Forest. That's what we're going to say. Stan, do, what, do you, what, do you, what bet do you like? For that game or just on the slate as a whole? On that game. On that game. What do you like there? On that game, I like the I like the over-under as well, but part of me wants to might as well just take Wake Forest spread if I'm rooting for him. What is it? Plus three. Yeah. Or you just take the money line. Pittsburgh's nine and three against the spread this year. So well, Wake Forest has to be pretty good too. (laughs) They're six and six and six. But I mean, that's probably because I feel like I always bet against them and lose. That's why I've like I had them against I had army against them and they got a trillion points. Yeah, I mean, it is what we'll move the Big Ten. I mean, we don't have to touch on or the Big 12. We don't have to touch on this for too long. Uh, Baylor and Oklahoma State as the Big 12 expert. I don't know, because the storylines are both very interesting, like. Is this Oklahoma State's year to, to get in, or is this just Mike Gundy going to be Mike Gundy and lose the big one? After being crowned king of Oklahoma, like what do you what who do you guys have in this Baylor and Oklahoma State? 
I've got Oklahoma State. I'm going with Baylor. Just, I want to upset the Notre Dame has a shot at the playoffs. No, I'm going to Oklahoma State because I have a weird, I have a weird scenario in my head where I'm imagining Cincy looks average against Houston, and Oklahoma State like comfortably beats Baylor and hops Cincy, and just mayhem ensues to 13 and 0 Cincy. So you think Cincy gets bounced out because of Oklahoma State? That's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, Oklahoma State looks like good, and they win by like you know like a pretty comfortable lead or like comfortable amount. It wouldn't shock me. Here, here's the Cincy, thing: this is Cincy looks bad too. The first year of the college football playoff, TCU was like this all the way up to the like four spot in like all year or whatever, like Cincy. And then the last week they just bumped them back one spot. So like it, they've done it before. Like it, it's yeah. not necessarily a new thing. So it makes sense. I mean, but then again, this is also a scenario Mike Mike Gundy, like, you know, gets his boys ready and they win, like, by a comfortable amount, which is a lot to ask for, so. Baylor's good. Baylor's good. I'll say yeah. that. They're very well coached. Um, Dave Aranda's a good coach. He has Lincoln Riley's number. I think that's also why Lincoln Riley left. Not saying that Darius Ariana like, bullied him out of the, the conference, but he's – the last two times they've played, it's been easy work. Lincoln yeah, hasn't also, been able to do anything. So I every time I like, yeah. Every time I've watched they, they're Baylor, well coached. Yeah, every time I've watched Baylor, I don't think they've had good quarterback play, but like they've got a lot of playmakers. Like that Ebner dude is a beast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's very I mean, good. I'm looking at the running back right now, and their leading running back has 1,400 yards and 12 touchdowns. I mean, that's it's a playmaker. I don't know. It's like their quarterback doesn't really need to be that good. And I mean, he's not like terrible. But so I think that I think that one might sneaky be like the best the best conference championship game of the day maybe. What is uh what's the spread on that and the over under? Uh, the spread is Oklahoma State uh, minus five and a half, and the over under is forty six and a half. I like that over. Yeah, it'll be gritty, but it'll get there because I think it'll be like twenty eight twenty one. For real. But I think they get there. I think they get there. So I'll take the over. I'm taking the over and like, or actually not the over, but yeah, I'll take the over. Last, last, uh, power or last, yeah, power five game of the weekend, the Pac-12 championship with our Oregon insider, Oregon versus Utah. Just take it away. Just, just put some work in. All right. It's in Vegas for the first time since moving from San Fran Stadium to the Raiders Stadium. I expect Utah and the fans to travel well. I expect Oregon and their fans to travel even better. And I expect Oregon to cover plus three outright money line. And I expect the over to actually not hit. I expect it to go under 59 and a half. Cause I think Oregon's defense is going to be like one, like nine day difference from that first matchup against them. And I think we're going to see uh, Utah crumble under the big stage and Oregon excel and we'll win this game by, and I'm calling now more than seven less than 14 okay i like the or i like the under in that game as well honestly um i think i think we're going to see classic oregon in the big 12 or in the pac-12 championship game where they're just like all right we don't lose these this is kind of just what we do we get here and we win and i think that's yeah. probably what's going to happen but i like the under in that just because i think utah's defense is pretty good but i think oregon's is going to be better and show up so i'll, I'll take a, an, an offensive struggle what do you think, Tim? Um, 
I can see Oklahoma State winning after. Um, I, I just want Baylor to win just because of the <laughs> Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, you guys are orange, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Go Clip it, clip yeah, it, clip sure. it. Very good. That's going to be the uh, – yeah, I mean, It's literally all going to come down to Anthony Brown. Like, it is up to him if we win this game or not. A Browntown. It's all we, on him. We call that man A Browntown around here. And I was shocked. I learned this last week. Maybe I'm just not paying attention enough, but I was shocked to learn that he leads the Pac-12 in yards per game. Like total offense, I thought he's been a bum all year. So, but last week against Oregon State was his best stat line of the season so far, and he's gonna have to just you know bounce, keep going up next game, and we're gonna have to do it again. He has to play pretty much the same, and we'll have a chance. So, it's all gonna come down to him. Okay, so Tim, what are your thoughts on the Oregon game? No, uh, like I think uh, they're up against it because Utah. Was beat them a few weeks ago, but like, I don't know. I think they're they're going to be healthier, and I think Kayvon's going to have a big game. I think this. I think uh, hopefully Aiden Hutchinson's performance got it going because I'm hearing a lot of talk about how Aiden Hutchinson's the top defensive, like how he, he's the best player in the country, and all this stuff. And I think Kayvon might just come out and have something to say about that. So. I think so. I will give you this stat real quick. Kayvon, in his two Pac-12 championship appearances, he has a combined five and a half sacks. So yeah, he shows up in the big game. So. Yeah, and he actually hasn't had a sack in two straight games, one including Utah. So I guarantee you this dude's a little fired up, and he's about to he's about to make a statement. Yeah. We got, uh, we got group of five games. This is really the only one that we probably will uh, have to go in depth about. We got Utah versus uh, – or not Utah. Uh, Houston versus Cincinnati. I don't really know much about Houston. I haven't really watched much Houston. I've watched a little bit of Cincinnati when they play on like Friday nights event sometimes. And they just run up the score whenever I watch them. They won by like a trillion last weekend, right? Yeah, I think they won 35-13. Yeah, they just, they've been kind of steamrolling teams. So I don't know if that, I don't think that stops, honestly. I think, I think, I don't think there's a universe that we, like we talked about where Cincy doesn't get in. Yeah, I mean, I think they – I don't know. I think I'm going to have to take Houston against the spread, though, at plus 10.5. I don't know. I, I kind of like Cincy, Cincy minus 10. You do? I kind of like Who's, Cincy uh, minus 10. What's the name of the – the Houston's head coach right now is the old West Virginia guy. What's his name again? Dana Holgerson? Uh, yeah, yeah, Dana. That could be interesting. I mean, if there's going to be a – like, at least they have a coach for Houston that has, like, somewhat experience, like – and for a game like this, potentially, like that helps Houston, I think. But then again, Cincinnati and Desmond Ritter, they've looked pretty good. So, then what do I you think? It's going to take a lot. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge, I don't like Cincinnati all that much. So, I'm pretty biased against them. And I kind of want it to be a close game, but I could just see it Cincinnati just coming out. I mean, it's kind of their year. So, you got Cincinnati winning? Yeah, I'll go with Cincinnati winning. I do think there's a chance Houston covers, though, because, I mean, they are 11-1. and one. All the pressure is going to be on Cincinnati because it's like, hey, this is the last win, and you're basically in. So, um, yeah, but I think, I think Cincinnati will get it done. Fair. I got Cincinnati, and I like Cincinnati minus 10. 
Uh, let's do a little speed round. Just kind of give Stodd, you want to give them the lines after I say them, and then we'll just give our best bet and who we think is going to win. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to go Conference USA. We got Western Kentucky versus UTSA, the Roadrunners. Stodd, what's the line and uh, what's the over under total? Uh, Western Kentucky versus UTSA. The yep. line is uh, two plus two for UTSA underdogs. Okay. And the over under 72 and a half. All right. Um, I think I like UTSA to win. So I'm going to take UTSA money line. Cause it's right there. Why not? Tim, what do you like in this game? UTSA. There you go. Stodd. I'm going to have to go with Western Kentucky. I don't want this to be mm. a sweep. Plus I'm looking at things and I just am now informing myself that Western Kentucky's quarterback currently has 5,000 yards, 52 touchdowns and nine interceptions. So I'm going to take the him. zappy guy, the zap guy, whatever his yeah. name is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just have to hope that that dude can throw like five more touchdowns. That's fair. You, so you're going to take, do you think that you would, do you think they cover the two? Do you think it's that close? Um, yes, I think they cover. All right. Uh, next, we got some action. I think this happens on Friday, or th- I don't know. It's got it's got to be like not on Saturday because it's the MAC. We got Kent State versus Northern Illinois. So that game is actually Saturday at 11 a.m. on ESPN. It's an early game. Gritty. I like it. And it is Kent. Kent is plus. Or sorry, Kent is minus three, and the over under is 74 and a half. Wow. Points. 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 Uh, I'm going to take the Northern Illinois Huskies uh, plus three. I don't know if they win, but the Mac is kooky and it's going to be close for some reason. I think, I think I'm going to take Kent state to win though. So that's where my allegiances are. I'm all over the board. Stodd, what do you like in that game? I like, I like uh, Northern Illinois to, uh, win actually outright money line plus 130 and i think i like the under of 74 and a half because i feel like this is going to be like in true match and form like it's going to be looking good all game and then some whack shit's going to happen at the end that just ruins the over that's so fair. I'm taking the under tim what do you like in this game um i don't know i don't, I don't watch any of these teams but i'll go with uh i'll go with northern illinois i think they keep it close all right. Next, we have the Mountain West Conference Championship, Utah State and San Diego State. Uh, San Diego State just beat Boise State to advance into it. That was on Friday. Stodd, do you have the spread in the total? I do. The spread is San Diego State by six, and the over-under is a 50. 50 burger. Uh, I'm going to take San Diego State and the points. I like them. I bet on them last week. I bet them on them last week. They won for me. Bet on them again. I ride the hot hand. Stop. What do you me, like? Let me share this stat with you real quick. Oh no. Oh no. Utah State nine and three, and also eight and four against the spread. So I think I'm going to take Utah State to cover plus six. Okay. The reason being is because I'm looking at San Diego State. I haven't watched a lot of them. You can tell me more if you watch the Boise State game but their quarterback has barely over a thousand yards and nine touchdowns this year. They kind of have ran a two quarterback system. There's, there was two quarterbacks that played in the game that I watched. 
They also have a wide receiver who's number 45, who's really good, but it's so gross that his number's 45 that I don't like him. He's really good. Oh, okay. But that's oh, yeah. why Jesse I see Matthews. Yeah. He has 400 yards and six touchdowns. He's got to be like their only receiver. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, I don't know. This game's gross. I mean, since San Diego State's been ranked like mid-20s all year, so I feel like I bet the trend continues. And they win, but I'm taking Utah State to cover. There you go. Stop. what do you like in this game? You just asked me. Or Tim, my bad. <laughs> um, I like San Diego Flip State, it. but I think I think Utah State will cover. So I think I think I think San Diego State wins that. All right. Uh last one. We got the Sun Belt. Appalachian State Mountaineers versus the Louisiana Lafayette Rage and Cajuns. Stad, what's the money line or what's the spread in the total? All right, the spread is uh, Appalachian State minus three, and the over under is fifty three. Hmm. I see why it's Appalachian State is minus three because Louisiana Lafayette doesn't have a coach or has an interim coach right now who is coaching. Because isn't didn't their coach leave for Florida? Yeah. He's already there, so I got to take Appalachian State uh, minus yeah. three, and I think they win. Like, well, obviously they would win. I just – I don't know how teams are going to feel when their coach just isn't there, you know. It's weird. It's a weird thing to go through right now that in college football. So I'm going to take Appalachian State and Appalachian State minus three. Stott, what do you like? I'm also taking Appalachian State. Uh, I'm – going to be honest i don't know a lot about either of these teams this season but from what i've heard or what i've seen so far the billy napier hire for florida was like a really good hire and apparently he's mm-hmm. a really good coach so i think his presence is going to be like painfully missed and i'm going to take it also i'm taking Appalachian state also because uh the raging cajun's leading receiver has 350 yards and one touchdown on the season so that just tells me their passing game is kind of weak and i'm going to ride with appalachian state and they're going to win for drink wits <laughs> They're going to win for drink with. They still miss him. <laughs> Mr. 500, they miss him. <laughs> that's what his nickname is. Until he's not 500, that's what his nickname will be. Um, let's talk a little college football we talked about last night, but this is the rumor that Tim and I are hearing. Crystal ball going to Miami. I mean, there is a scenario where that happens. You do, you do realize that, right? There aren't zero. There isn't zero. There is not zero realities. There is not zero. And I'm glad you brought this up because my Oregon informant, Scoop Duck, actually posted an article today about this whole situation. Uh-oh, close personal friend. Let's hear it. Close personal friend. And from what I took away from this, uh, essentially what he was saying about Miami and Cristobal, essentially he was saying that Cristobal's wife loves Eugene. And... <laughs> We might be grasping at straws here, but his wife loves Eugene and his kids love Eugene. And he thinks that, or he thinks Crystal Ball will be uh, Miami's first call when Manny Diaz gets fired on Friday. Apparently that's when it's happening. And then he said that he thinks Crystal Ball is going to say thanks, but no thanks. And then they're immediately going to call Lane Kiffin. Is what he's saying. And they think that might be their one and two options. But what I'm seeing this mean is that I think Crystal Ball is going to try and get in a bidding war with RAD. And uh, Scoop Duck said flat off the rip that RAD is not willing to pay like over like $10 million for like coaches, like the contracts that have been going out. 
So if Miami gives him that, I mean. Oh, you mean like LSU and USC did? Yeah, and you know what? If they do give him that, <laughs> I'm not even going to be mad at that point. Like, take the money and run. And I'll tell you this, too. Like, I love Crystal Ball. I love his, like, uh, culture that he's building in Oregon and, like, his recruiting and stuff. But I can tell you that there has been multiple times every season where I question his X's and O's as a coach. So, you know what? And it gets to a point where I'm like, yeah, that might not be worth more than $10 million a year. So, yeah. if he leaves, though, I'm not prepared to see just every commit leave and everything. It'll be hell. I will say, this is what I have to say. I listen to a podcast that's based in Miami, so I get a lot of biased Miami content. That's why I'm so high on this crystal ball to Miami because that's what who they think they're going to get. They think they're going to say, all right, we're going to drop the bag. We're going to drop like 12 mil a year for you, and you're going to come. Because he's, he's been an assistant there. He's coached at, what was it, like FIU? FIU. Yeah, so yeah, he's been. And you, he was on the U. He was like on two national championship yeah. teams. Yeah, he's been there. So, like, I think it just fits. I mean, also, yeah. you know who's what's going to be the most interesting point of this? Does the little short offensive line coach go with him? That's going to be oh, the yeah. guy. That's got he's got to be attached at the hip or like the knee or like yeah. the ankle or whatever. So if that happens in Chris Foley's for Miami, I think Oregon's just going to be like, all right, fuck it. Chip Kelly, get your ass back here. And we're just going to run it back. Wow. Wow. Bob Stoops back to OU. Chip Kelly back to Oregon. What year is it? What year are we in right now, bro? And you know what? If that happens, dude, I'm, I'm actually going to be so lit. I'm going to think we're going to win the Natty next year. <laughs> With all our commits leaving and everyone. ETR transfer care. portal. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to not go to the draft. I'm going to go to the transfer portal and go to Oregon. But – but another thing I read was that, like, apparently contract extension talks between Crystal and Oregon have been going on since, like, the middle of the season. So I'm thinking either we're going to see – well, this is probably pretty obvious, but we're either going to see Crystal Ball leave for Miami, like, rather pretty fast, or we're going to see a contract extension, and it's going to be pretty fat. Uh, I'm just thinking – so back to what Scoop Duck said. I was thinking about this. The Miami – the my wife is so happy here – only goes so far. It set, it happens. It happens when it's LA where it's like, wow, my wife likes it there. I don't know if Eugene, Oregon is like, wow, my wife loves Miami, it here. Miami, Miami is not a bad place to live. Either. Let's not act like Miami yeah. is not a it's not. it's not a bad place to live. Yeah, it's, it's like there's got its upsides. I'll say a that. A lot of money. Like mm-hmm. all right. And how about this? I will I'll read you the little expert or excerpt, sorry, on what he said, okay, about his wife. Okay. He just said, Jessica Cristobal enjoys Oregon. They have tons, two sons here together who are flourishing. It's safe. It's a good way of life at this point in their lives. I believe the ability to raise their boys in the safe confines of Eugene is very valuable to them. Not enough to be the sole reason, but a key. They like it here. They want to be here. All that's left is for Rob Mullins, RAD, to make that possible. So. And you said that your AD might not make it possible. Right. But then he said, this right <laughs> I said right, correct. <laughs> Look, I'm not a fan of these massive contracts. I think it's getting ridiculous. But if that's what the market dictates, it's what it dictates. So he might just he might have to just pop it up and be like, here's like nine to ten million here. See what the way the way you hear it is like, oh, if it if it has to be that, then we'll do it. The way I hear that is like, if it has to be that, then we're not doing it. It's like we're Oregon. We're not like Southern Cal. We're not like Louis LSU yeah. that we where we can. I mean, I guess you might be able to because you have that Phil Knight kind of guy. Mm-hmm where it might be different but who knows yeah no he's he touched on that too he was like he was like uh Oregon has the money to pay him 
like Oregon has the money to pay him like any coach that's been paid so far with these mm-hmm. new deals. But it's just like not what our AD does, and that's not how he operates because he likes to give our head coach like a certain threshold of money, and then he wants to give it all to like the rest of the assistant pool and stuff. So we have good assistants and stuff. So I don't know. It's going to be an interesting next two weeks because I was getting screenshots from Miami's 247 board, and they're speaking out of their butts with what they're saying. They're saying, come Friday after the game, Crystal Ball's gone. And I'm like, come on, relax, relax. I will say, I will say, it happens in a blink of an eye. It happens in the blink of an eye. Lincoln Lincoln lost in a heartbreaker to Oklahoma State and said, I'm in SoCal by the morning, baby. I'll be my toes will be in the sand by high noon. He was allegedly like, in SoCal over your guys' bike before Baylor. That's yeah, right. That's, that's the rumor I heard is that or saw is that he was that he was in SoCal over the bye, and that's why the T that's why Oklahoma wasn't as prepared for the game as um, I guess in this off, so the doomsday scenario here is Oregon loses to Utah Friday night, and again we start getting reports that Crystal Ball didn't travel home with the team, like that midnight area, that midnight time of the night. That's probably doomsday scenario. And then Saturday comes out that he's just moved to Miami. That's doomsday, and I don't know what to tell you guys. I will be doing in that situation. I haven't even thought about it because it's just not a possibility, dude. That's crazy. That he doesn't that go with the do he doesn't even go home with the team. He's like, I'm in no, Vegas. I'm gonna stay the team. night and I'm going home in the morning to Miami. And I will be so salty if like it, oh man, I don't even know. I don't even don't don't I don't know. We're just gonna let the cards the prediction, play. the prediction of all three our entire podcast loses <laughs> their 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 head coaches in less than a week would be the funniest thing ever. It would be crazy. The content, the content pool of that. Yeah, would he? Yeah. Like, so would he? Would would he like tell the team in Vegas, or would he like go to Miami, sign the contract, and then pull Brian Kelly and like go back for two minutes? But that like, so like what I saw is people were saying that on the Miami board, they think he's gonna. They think Miami, out of respect, isn't firing Diaz until after Oregon's game, so Cristobal can keep all of his focus and his no distractions on Miami this week of game and prep and everything. But then I saw another comment where it was like, no, Manny Diaz hasn't been fired because Miami literally doesn't have an AD right now. So Yeah, they don't have an AD. You can't fire a guy if no one is in charge of him. Like, the, the president isn't going to fire Manny Diaz. Miami uh, message boards probably aren't the best source for us to be basing our, uh, our assumptions I lo- off of. I love the president of the university fires the football coach. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yeah, they have no clue their AD is going to be. So, like, I don't know how they can go about finding a coach. Yeah, uh, so when someone told Scoop Duck about, like, that scenario on the Miami, like, 247 boards or whatever, he said, uh, if this is what they're doing and Kiffin is their number two, it will be Kiffin in my opinion. But, I mean, we don't know. We're just going to have to see. I could also see Kiffin going there. For Kiffin, too. Kiffin would Kiffin would Kiffin. kill it. Kiff, Kiffin hates being at Old Miss. He yeah, hates it. He dude, wants he to be on the so beach, well. on the beach in Miami. He loved being at FAU. Yeah, but the question is, like, would Kiffin get in some trouble? Duh, duh. But it's Miami. Miami always gets Kiffin. in trouble. It's the <laughs> that's the culture. The my Lane Kiffin is the culture of Miami. Yeah. We're just going to have to see, I guess. 
But I think I am with you on Cristobal one, Lane Kiffin two. I think that's how it goes down. Yeah. And then, like, we see, like, I don't know what to tell you, like, because, like, half these people on the message boards are like, please do not break the bank for Cristobal. He is not worth it. And others are like, we need to keep him. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. We'll see. I will say I do have a one of my friends goes to Ole Miss and he messaged me about him coming on the podcast to talk about Ole Miss. And I was like, if Lane Kiffin leaves, well, you're the first guy I'm calling. So we're going to have a we will have an Ole Miss expert if something does happen out of uh, wherever they Oxford. Yeah, it's going to I mean, man, I feel like we're about to have a more exciting like tune up to bowl season than we are in actual bowl season with all this coaching well, stuff going on. Imagine if, or imagine if he does leave Oregon. That means you have Notre Dame or Oregon and Oklahoma all looking for co- a coach in like the same year. So yeah. like, it's going to be a crazy like Yeah. Bad hey, bad things come in threes. I can't help but feel neglected. Changing up the schedule, your calendar refreshing. Time passing, we move on. Nobody says shit. How I'm supposed to act when my morals ain't respected? How you supposed to act when your feelings ain't protected? I'm cashing checks just to get some neck and some necklaces. What's next? More turbulence. Praying on this plane. Success. Got a taste of it. Never was the same. Trademark on that pussy. Trademark get my brand new bitch. Yeah, duh. Hold up, blood. Hold up, cub. Hold up, sis. LLC the Glock. And I LLC my bitch. Cash need the rock. I go crazy on my kids. Had to tell my grandma sit back, relax and shit. Make nigga buy her house and car. She's off the list. Fake nigga talking about he rich but barely is. Eight figures jumping off the stage into the kids. Single out the shooter, take the shooter to the blitz. Dropping out of school, drop deposit on the crib. Popping out on Instagram, I only post my bitch. I don't need your input, get your two cents off my pick. Generation money, type of money, dying rich. And I wanna say, shout out to the dead. Now I flex, whoa. Shout out to the dead, to the dead, to the dead. Shout out to the dead, to the dead, to the dead. Shout out to the dead, to the dead, to the dead. Shout out to the dead, to the dead, to the dead. I'm sick of you niggas not taking a risk. I'm taking revenge and taking my course. I cannot compete with the murder my system. My tolerance low, I don't tolerate force. I protect, I am the one. I rose and fall just go. Your nigga not ready to settle the walk. You nigga yeah. not ready to stop being hope. You nigga not ready to open the doors. You nigga run in, take all with the joy. You nigga not really the riches on fours. You nigga not ready to deal with the sacrifices and instead you're passing the torch. I check the surveillance camera at the cemetery. See me dancing on all of your corpse. Go. Twice had to go and switch plates. Bitch, don't think shit's sweet. I'm the same baby came in 48 states. I play charades with the bank, just net 10 million. Now I'm back with the rate. And now I'm going home with the loop. Mama going home with a coupe. Quick to make moves, you're biting your flows, a big appetite, I look at the hoes. 
price, I sacrificed everything I need. I could probably fuck these bitches in my sleep. Young nigga, know the hustle and the peace. Stressing about money, turn to other things. I was at Uncle Crib by 14. Can't get through the mama, cause she rather drink. Facing the vision by the 13th. I was 15. I was 16. I was 15. 